0: Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, Leeds versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Yes, first international break done and out of the way. Um, it almost feels weird, even though it's only been two weeks since the last time I recorded an episode. That we're going straight back into it, and um, we're back into Premier League action. Thank God, uh, and back to seeing the Reds play. Which is now gonna be six games in the next um six games in twenty-four days, I believe. So a game we have a game mid with a football game, weekend game, midweek game, weekend game, midweek game, football game, midweek game, and then international break. So whether this Finn squad can handle the circumstances we'll have to see. But anyway, um in the build-up to today's game what has happened over the period of 24... Not even 24 days, but over the past fortnight? Well, um, we've had to deal with the whole Brazilian-South American players thing, whether they will be allowed to play Premier League football because of some stupid quarantine issue going on. That in, that enforcement from Brazilian FA never really made sense to me. How they were saying that you can't play because you were in playing internationally for your country but only Richarlison was exempt there was no logic in that statement from Brazilian FA and they were not just it wasn't just Liverpool players that were being affected it was Leeds players it was uh, Manchester City players as well to an extent um, and we saw some Argentinians they um, have some issues where the authorities ran onto the pitch during the Brazil-Argentina game and told them they have to fly back to England because they have broken quarantine rules. During mid-game, I, I, actual bizarreness, but yeah, it was announced late Friday night that um, yeah, this exemption, this rule won't be enforced anyway, and which means that Alisson and Fabinho and Firmino, even though he's currently injured, will be eligible to play. But and for opposition fans, opposition fans for Leeds fans, it'd be Rafina that um, will get that privilege of um, Rafina would get that privilege of um, being able to play. So yeah. Um, Also, we've had to deal with Keita as well. Um, Not injury, thankfully, but just some issues where who was it? Morocco or somewhere like this? I can't even remember Tunisia or somewhere like that where. They was they were enforcing their own quarantine issues there, and they couldn't. Uh, the embassy wasn't allowing the Guinea first team players to leave the country because of some quarantine issues or whatever. So all in all, it was very strange. Um, but yeah, Kater came back to England fine, uh, and no injuries since for over the international break. There was a little niggle, um, I think. Tamiscus might have picked up an, a slight injury but nothing too worrying. Van Dyke as well. It looks like he was injured at the end of the game but really was fine. And Harvey Elliott on Monday um he he withdrew from the under twenty ones because he had a slight injury and pulled out of the game as well. So um so yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into the lineup for today. Um Ingo Allison. Left back, Robertson. Center back, Van Dyke. Matic. Right back, Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three, you had Fabinho. You had Thiago. You had Harvey Elliott. Out front, you had um, Salamone Jota. So, very good, very good lineup. Very happy with the back five. Harvey Elliott keeping his place. Thiago coming in, and Fabinho. So you got the the. the so the idea would be them two playing the double pivot role. Uh, Harvey Elliott having the free roam position To roam about and do what he needs to do And then um, Yeah, the usual front Our best force up front Um, In terms of squad depth from the bench You'd have thought because of Firmino's injury That Origi would see promotion to the bench But Origi didn't even get promotion to the bench Yet Jürgen Klopp tells you This is fine we don't need any more additional forwards. Oh, yeah, Minamino got injured international break. How can I forget? I completely forgot to mention that. So, if you've listened to the podcast and you probably corrected me while I was saying there was no international injury breaks, yeah. It's just resonated with me now that Minamino is injured. Um, It's mad because the I must have forgotten about it because I'm not thinking about him as an integral player to the Liverpool team at this present moment in time. Because that, kind of, that kind of injury, you don't... I mean, that kind of uh, an injury to a forward, you usually don't forget. But I managed to remember Tamiscus, maybe because of recency bias. But I don't have any recency bias with Minamino. So the fact I even forgot he was injured shows that... Boy, Liverpool are really deprived in terms of forwards. Um... And the fact that Origi can't even make the bench and we had mainly midfielders and centre-backs um, in in on the bench just shows you it's bad. It's looking... This is bad. And also, if you had watched the press conference on Friday, uh, a journalist asked Jürgen Klopp, are you happy with the squad? Are you happy with the transfer window? He said, all good, whilst shaking his head left to right. So I'm no body language expert, but if you said yes or good while shaking your head left to right it really means you'd know you're not happy with your squad and we don't and of course why would he be happy why would he be happy with a thin squad coming into the new season when you see all your rivals around you strengthening and building building on from a position of strength but anyway that was the team for today let's get into the actual game so the game starts now and Liverpool versus Leeds, usually you see some sort of intensity um, And that was displayed today in the opening um, first half So in the 15 minutes, you saw Leeds trying to get into the game But Liverpool were just um, cutting any sort of attacks Leeds were trying to do And you know with the Leeds Bielsa style of play, you're going to see lots of... um, it's like they play football on ultra attacking and forget about the defensive side of the game. So by doing that, it it actually makes Liverpool's game easier because in transition you don't have to work hard to create transitional moments. They just appear often because you you're always gonna find a spare man free. And in that uh, in that period, um, after the fifteen minutes of uh, Liverpool. Just try keeping that intensity up. Um, we've managed to finally... Um, start testing uh, the goal, goalkeeper's back line. Um, the first key chance I remember... It was roughly 20 minutes in. And prior to this goal... Um, Mohamed Salah, for some reason... Was getting heavily booed by Leeds fans. Just Mohamed Salah. Everyone else in our Liverpool team... They didn't boo at all, they didn't boo at all, but for some reason they chose Mohamed Salah for them, for for him to be booed at. And there was a time where Mohamed Salah tried to get, well, he thought he had got fouled, the referee said play on, all the lease fans went, Hooray! But with extra emphasis, as if you're uh, at the C word, essentially, um... Yeah, and then sorry about the pause, and then yeah, the key moment happens roughly twenty minutes in. You'd say Joe Matip with the ball, he drip, he does that thing where he drives with the ball past the halfway line, he finds Salah, he plays a one-two with Salah, he sees Jota on the left, um, but then he kind of gets the ball caught under his feet, but the ball's still under his uh, control. He notices Trent make a, a a run in from wide position. Um He passes the ball perfectly Lays it off to Trent Trent looks up as Salah drives in the 6 yard box Trent just literally glides this ball Perfect mwah, along the floor Outside foot with outside left foot Mohamed Salah slots it Bottom corner 1-0 to Liverpool Mo Salah gets his 100th Premier League goal In 166 appearances now um, He's the 5th fastest player to do that After Alan Shearer, Thierry Henry, Harry Kane, and Sergio Aguero. So, he's a very good company. We all know all of these players other than Harry Kane has won the Premier League title. Um, and yeah, I, and I, obviously Harry Kane, top quality player. Uh, but the difference between Salah and the rest of the names on the list is that all of them are out-and-out strikers. Mohamed Salah's a winger and he's getting 100 goals, 165 games. You have to respect what he does in this game If you haven't already And he's now only four goals away From matching Didier Jogba's 104 Premier League goals record For most uh, goals scored by an African player Which will get broken this season if, Obviously, if that is Salah's. Salah never gets a long-term injury Unless somebody intentionally tries to take you out um, E.g. that shoulder injury Salah went through um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's very good record broken. Then after that, Liverpool had some more chances where we should have made the most of it. Um, Liverpool had a couple corners. Um, we would, we went. Uh, at first, it was a mixture of Trent's delivery not really being precise with it, and then um, there was one moment where he whipped the ball in nicely. Virgil Van Dijk loses his man such a free header literally free header and he times the jump of the he times the jump and the execution of the header wrong he times it so wrong and it's like ball goes wide very surprising for van dyke from usually van dyke in a position like that is cash money but um for some reason it just didn't happen it didn't happen for him um And then, yeah, there was another moment after that. Diogo Jota, excellent build-up play, holds-up play, turns around with the ball, beats the lead player. He looks up, he tries, he tries to find Sadio Mane, but Mane's trying to work out what type of um, ball Jota is going to put in. As Mane's darting out, then in, then out, then in, then Jota kind of passes the ball behind Mane. And then when Mane tries to get a foot onto it, it goes over the bar. Um, a lot of Liverpool fans, as I've seen on the timeline at that time, We're saying, how could Mane miss that? But personally, to me, it was more Jota's mistimed pass as it just didn't fall into Sadio Mane's path for him to slot it in properly. So, um, yeah, it was one of them ones there. Um, But also, in general, Mane in the first half was excellent in terms of just uh, build-up play. But um, when it came to the final third, it just wasn't tidy enough. And there was, and he had. I mean, I remember he had another chance. He shot with his left foot first time. Ball goes wide, um, and then there was another time where Diogo Jota has a chance, but he couldn't make most of it. But um, but Jota's build up play improved drastically um, in in this first half as well. I was very impressed with Jota managing turning on the ball, driving with the ball, and and creating an opening. Um, Fabinho as well He got booked after like 15-20 minutes But it's like every, when he got booked It's like his senses became heightened Like he was able to read interceptions better He was able to create ticking passes better Get the flow of the game going better Um, Tiago as well He played brilliantly Quite he, he had a quietly brilliant game Where he was doing all the subtle things That you wouldn't glaringly notice Um, In an I as in as in when you're in orchestrator mode, cause an orchestrator obviously finds the pass before the pass. But Thiago was making sure the dirty work was being done, winning balls, keeping play flowing, and yeah, just had no issues with Thiago at all. So them two as a double pivot works very well, and obviously in the back end of last season, it was Fabinho Thiago pivot for the last ten games of the season that um, um, helped us secure top four football the scuff of our necks And also um, Also I read a stat today that Liverpool Currently have the longest unbeaten run Going back to Last season in the top four Leagues of the English uh, Tier so Liverpool Currently 13 games Well well, yeah 10 wins And 3 draws Um, So 13 league games Unbeaten which is quite impressive I'm very quite impressive. Um whether we sustain that over the season we shall find out. Um in terms of Leeds chances they didn't really have much. There was one ball it's over. Um obviously it was one of those moments where defenders had to shift over to cover positions. So Robertson did mark the right player because um Van Dyke had to mark the second player that was in the box but Ailing made a back, um, behind the back-behind-the-post run. But he couldn't get the connection on it clean. That was only Leeds' real chance. But for the rest of that first half, it was just Liverpool sustaining that intensity and just being dominant, really. And, yeah, it was impressive first half all round. Um, but it, with Leeds' style of play, they kind of grant you that opportunity by making it easier. And um, at half-time, both managers would be wondering... Why was it only 1-0 versus, I can't believe um, we didn't go 4-0 up. Um, Yeah, second half starts now and more or less the same from Liverpool. uh, Just... I'm trying to remember what chances. We didn't really have a chance to like... Oh, yeah, it's the 55th minute where... Sadio Mane, yeah, again... The ball of Sadio Mane has a 1v1 opportunity. Um, It's a 1v1 opportunity. But it takes so long to shoot. And the ball gets dispossessed from him. (coughs) Apologies. Let me dry my throat. Let me clear my throat. One second. Uh, Apologies for that. Yeah, he has a 1v1 situation. But... Takes too long... To shoot... Um... And like, I'm really worried about Sadio Money's just instinctiveness at goal... It's like... He takes too long to process... What kind of goal situation he's in... So by the time the shot is executed... It's too late... Or he makes the wrong decision... Um... And then yeah... And then uh... Ball goes out for a corner. Trent whips the ball in. Uh, Leeds kind of half clear it, but the ball's still dangling in the air. Van Dijk gets a half volley. Dinks the ball to Fabinho. Fabinho slots it, bottom corner. 2-0 Liverpool. Um, Yeah, Fabinho gets his first goal since June 2020. That amazing bang against Crystal Palace. And on merit, Fabinho absolutely deserved it because... If anything, ever, like I said, ever since that booking, he just rose his game, like 10, 20% more. Um, yeah, yeah, so 2-0 up, very ha- very happy, and it was, it, it was more or less deserved, really, because Leeds didn't really change their tactics after um, the intensity Liverpool put in in the first half. And then um, 60th minute now happens... um, The quite unfortunate part which I have to mention... Uh, Liverpool were driving on the start of a counter-attack... Harvey Elliott dribbling with the ball... He gets tackled by... um, I I forget this Leeds defender's name... And it's almost like a scissor type tackle where... uh, Both legs are wrapped on Harvey Elliott's foot... And the way Harvey Elliott falls... His tibia bone comes out of place and his leg just shifts to the left and it's such a horror tackle. Uh and the referee didn't even blow for a foul. And Salah jogged, he looked at his foot and he wove, he waved his arm in the air like hey, 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 hey. And then all, all all Liverpool players literally in shock like arms on heads from players and staff. Um the, a traumatic experience. Traumatic experience all round from even the fans, um, even even Liverpool fans. Everyone because we know what long term injuries we've gone through last season. I don't have to explain it. You know what's happened with Liverpool and injuries last season, and look what's happened in September. Um, yes, Harvey Elliott broke his uh, his shin bone essentially, so that is potentially six to eight months out. Obviously, nothing's been confirmed yet, but it's clear and obvious that Harvey Elliott's going to have to go through some sort of surgery. He's going to have to go through rehab. And I feel sorry for the kid because he was just gaining some Premier League minutes. And now you're going to lose half of the season as an 18-year-old because of a needless tackle. And then after the after uh, Craig Paulson reviews the replay, he now decides to give the player a red card. So then leads down to 10 men. But again, Harvey Elliott still getting treatment. And he he soldiers it quite well. I thought it would be in serious, serious distress because they didn't even show this on replay. I only saw the initial tackle of it as it showed live at the time. And you could see even before any replays picked up on it, how his leg just bent out of shape. And, um... Yeah, shocking tackle, really. Shocking tackle. Um... And I, I I'm sad for the kid because he's still a growing boy. He's still eighteen years old. Your body fully doesn't stop growing until you're twenty one. So I don't know what that. I don't know what when you break your leg and you're still growing as a football player. You're still growing in life. Like you're still waiting for puberty to all your all the plates in your body to close so that you you can fully grow. Uh, you still wait for you. You're still um waiting for your growth plates to close, and your growth plates could close at twenty one, twenty three, four men, something like that. And once you have to go through a recovery, I'm not sure how bone structure rise that development either affects him. But um, I'm very gutted for him because he he, he had a scintillating start to the season. Um, and obviously now we're now a man light in midfield, which means that our quote unquote genie replacement is now done for half to three quarters of the season. Um, and did Liverpool even replace Genie or did Liverpool replace Shaqiri? We didn't. So now we're down to just uh Milner or Cato will have to look to get more game time in. Um, and again, like I said. Liverpool have to play midweek weekend midweek weekend, and then international break. This might not be the first injury we go through. Again, Jurgen Klopp is having to deal with a paper thin squad and to overcome adversity again. And and it is unfortunate Harvey Elliott had to had to go through this. But yeah, and the sad thing is, we were looking to take off Elliott anyways. We were looking to take off Elliot anyways. Henderson was getting ready to come on like two, three minutes before that injury even happened. So, um, but yeah, Henderson comes on, replaces Harvey Elliot. Um, and then, yeah, for the, for like the uh, the next 10 minutes, it's like our heads are not even focused on the game. It's just, we're just focused on knowing Harvey Elliot is okay and if he's all right. Because other than... We we kind of lose concentration a bit. That passes go a bit stray, um, which is understandable. Uh, Rice, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, we go through injuries. We've gone through injuries last season, and then having to deal with game management, knowing that your player could be out for a certain amount of time. At least try to grow back into the game. Nothing really happens, but. Make a second sub. Chamberlain comes on for Jota. Uh, Chamberlain's cameo. Forget it, mate. I don't really know what Oxley chamberlains meant to offer to Liverpool anymore. He just runs around. But when he's on the ball, he never executes anything good. It kind of just reminds me of Adam Lallana. He had an injury, came back, and then he just lost all footballing ability. And... You can see that happening with Chamberlain. Like Chamberlain's finished, man. I don't know what else to tell you. He, he, he can't do what he, he... can't. He's not the player that he used to be, essentially. Um, and yeah, other than that, Leeds still can't get into the game. Obviously, being a man down, it makes it difficult. But Liverpool do well to just shut out chances. There weren't really any panic moments. Um, and then... We make Do we make one more sub? I think we do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was right, right at the end. And then um, 89th minute. Henderson's got the ball, runs down the channel, whips the ball in. Finds Thiago. Thiago controls it, lays it off to Mane. Mane controls the ball, turns, shoots, bottom corner. Finally scores. Because 10 minutes before that, he had another one-on-one chance where he just... Fluffed it completely Um, And that's the frustrating thing with Mane He could have had a hat-trick today I'm glad he scored But in games where it's going to be a bit tighter In games where Leeds United don't give you the amount of chances That are on a plate Because they don't ever switch their style Mane has to tidy that up bro But despite that goal I still think Mane had a poor game he went from having a decent first half to lost the second half. Got the goal, but I still have to... I give him, I don't know, a 5.5 out of 10. It was average, but not that bad. Because you got the goal, it kind of makes up for it. But you could have got hat-trick today. And if, it, if Leeds were on form and they scored goals... Uh, that rating goes lower Because these are big chances you're now missing Um Big chances you're now missing I don't want to see that happen again So But yeah, my man of the match Fabinho Um Yeah, just it, As a DM, why? What a crucial player he is just, He got booked and then woke up And even got a goal for it So how can you complain? Thiago got an assist Um Trent got an assist. So all our players today, most players got an assist. Salah getting a goal is good. Mane scoring finally, good. um, But it, feel, it still feels like the burden is on Jota and Salah to get goals. Because Marne's in the best positions but keeps fluffing. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't want it to be like last season where he falls off a cliff. I need Mane to be a bit more clinical, a bit sharp. And you can tell even when he scored the celebration, it was a frustrated celebration. Like, why is why couldn't I not do this before? And then, yeah, Cater comes on. Uh, we take off Thiago. Uh, and then there's like eight minutes at a time. But, yeah, we see the game out. And, yeah, Liverpool win 3-0. Three goals, three points. Joint top of the league. Oh, for very early day. I'm not even looking at the league table yet. um, But it's nice to dispatch of Leeds by... The scoreline, uh, the scoreline that that was deserved. Um, all my all my thoughts and prayers go to Harvey Elliott. Hopefully, he gets better. Well, hopefully, he gets well soon. And uh, yeah, um, we have AC Milan next Wednesday night. I'm probably going to miss that game because of work duties, unfortunately. Um, but I probably will do some sort of analysis. Based on highlights on what I saw after the game, and let you guys know my thoughts, because it's I, I don't think I'll be able to watch that game, um. Cause of um outside work commitments, so apologies, about um, how I'm going to do Wednesday's episode. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to LSU reactions, half an hour podcast, quite long. How it's usually usually like it twenty five to thirty, but yeah, first one up back after two weeks, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to l f c reactions hopefully we we will find out how bad um the Elliot injury is, but when you break your shin bone like that it's usually it's usually six months usually, and because you're eighteen years old, the recover it might even be different i'm I'm not really sure how. It will be a test of his mindset and how his body develops as he's still growing. But yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Praise and get well soon, Harvey Elliott. Thank you guys for listening to LSU Reactions and tune you next time.